What's going on, guys? Sorry for the late episode, but welcome back to Bucket Hats and Toe Taps Playoff Edition. This is week two of the Playoff Edition. We got our first round of playoffs in. We're going to go over those uh, matchups, and then we're going to go into the semifinal matchups that are going into next week, seeing as we don't have any standings left. So we're going to start with the North Division. We had Debo versus Plan B as the first game of the day. Debo ended up losing that one 15-33. Plan B coming to play. Uh, shut down Debo, who was on a three-game win, uh, win streak. Plan B coming in. I think this is the fourth win out of five games now, so they're kind of on a roll. You don't want to watch out for them coming into the next playoff matchup. Then you had the Ducks versus the Cobras. The Cobras came out on top of that one, 44-20. No surprise there. Um, I was really interested to see the matchups uh, between the Cobras and the Ducks because I wanted to see if the Ducks could put up a good enough effort to see the Cobras, like, you know, possibly falter a little bit and see if the Cobras had any uh, kinks in their armor, but it seems like Prairie Foreign's been the only one to really stop the Cobras as of right now. Um, then you have Get Money Gang versus the Tigers. The 8 seed, or the 9 seed for this division, ended up taking out the 1 seed. Get Money Gang ended up with the win 42-36 to over the Tigers. That was a huge dub for Get Money Gang. Um, really surprised to see the Tigers losing, seeing as they were streaking through the, uh, season and everything, and then come playoffs, they just had a very stagnant offense, or having an issue, uh, stopping Get Money Gang from scoring and everything, so, um, that was a great game to watch, very competitive, very back and forth, and then you had Ohio State versus Pray for Rain, and like I said, if Pray for Rain lost that one, I'd eat my shoe, uh, Pray for Rain won that one, 56-6, uh, great game, but, you know, uh, yeah, Pray for Rain came out on top of that one, no surprise. Uh, and then moving on to the Silver Division, you have Dallas Watkins versus the Mambas. That was an extremely close game. Dallas Watkins ended up coming out on top of that one, 47-45. Uh, it came down to basically there was uh, Mambas scored at the end. They needed the two-point conversion. They scored with like a minute left, not even a minute left, like very, very little seconds left. They needed the two-point conversion to end up tying the game. And unfortunately, their two-point conversion was stopped. So uh, the Mambas ended up losing that one to Dallas Watkins. That was a wonderful game to watch. Uh, then you had the Dons versus the Outlaws. The Dons ended up coming out on top, 26-21. to I heard there was a little bit of controversy. Outlaws got a little rowdy in that game because apparently towards the end... Um, let me find the exact quote from team captain Frankie Ace. Um... Let's see, let's see, oh wait, I gotta go, I gotta go, where, where the fuck did he send it to me to? He sent it to me somewhere, hold on guys, I'm gonna find this, here we go, Outlaws. Alright, so apparently, what happened was, the guy was out of bounds on the catch and, on fourth and goal, and the refs called it a TD, and they ended up losing. Uh, a couple of the players ended up freaking out on the Outlaws, I heard they ended up yelling at the refs, uh, which is understandable. It's a playoff game, and if you're you're gonna call a fourth and goal, like that would have won them the game, and they ended up calling it a touchdown when he was clearly out. According to the outlaws, again, I did not see this play, but from what everybody has said, the guy was out. But uh, the Dons ended up winning that one, 26 to 21. Uh, what may have been a little bit of a controversial call, but uh, Dons move on to advance that game. Uh, then you have Get Back Gang versus Drunken Disorderly. No surprise there that Drunken Disorderly came out on top there. Um, it, Get Back Gang's not a bad team, but they've been struggling since they moved up, and Drunken Disorderly have been absolutely dominating since they've gotten in this league, so no surprise to see Drunken Disorderly taking down Get Back Gang, 
And then no surprise to see Gangrene taking down the Monstars. Um, like I said, if Gangrene ended up losing that one, would have ate my shoe too. There's no way they ended up losing that one. Um, then moving on to the Bronze Division. You have the Ducks versus TCU. TCU ended up coming out on top of that one, 54-14. No surprise there. What so fucking ever. Uh, TCU 8-0. TCU ended up taking out the last place team by a margin of 40 points. No surprise whatsoever. Um, then you had Dr. D versus Team Beckfist. I honestly thought that Team Beckfist might come out on top of this one the way they've been playing recently, but Dr. D showed that they are in this league for a reason. They might have a terrible, not a terrible, but not a great uh, regular season record, but they are able to play and they are able to rock. They have one of the better quarterbacks in the league, if not one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Probably t top three, if not top five quarterbacks in the league on Dr. D, but, um... Yeah, to see uh to see them take the win over uh Team Beckfist, that's gonna be huge. I think they play Spartans next week. That's gonna be a good matchup. And then you have uh Evolve versus Spartans. Spartans came out on top of that one, 33 to 21. Talking about Spartans, Spartans had a great game against uh, a bunch of kids from Mad. It was basically a Madawan versus Madawan game, but uh Spartans came out on top of that one. That was a huge uh game. And then you had the Olympians versus the Gabagools. The Olympians ended up taking down the Gabagools 40-22. to That's something I didn't expect. I'm going to be 100% honest. I'm happy I didn't, you know, say I was going to eat my shoe if uh, this happened. But uh, the Olympians taking out the Gabagools shows that the Olympians are a team to be feared. They can take out top competition. So watch out for uh, the Olympians as they play, I believe, TCU next week. We'll talk about that uh, right after we're, going over, we're done going over last week's uh, matchups. Then on in the beginning of the day, you had Florida Lee versus the Grizzlies. Florida Lee ended up coming out on top of that one, 19 to nothing. Uh, Grizzlies were like the diet Grizzlies. They were missing like half the team. I think Joe got suspended or something like that. I don't fucking know. I don't know if he got suspended or he wasn't there. But something happened. Half the team wasn't there. Uh, the quarterback that was there most of the season wasn't there. I, I don't know what the hell happened, but that, that was just a shit show of a game. It was like two monkeys throwing shit at each other, honestly. I was watching the game. It was just back and forth fucking shit. It was so bad. I love both the teams, but like, guys, it was like, it was, it was like watching drunk football. Literally. It was like watching drunk football. But, um, yeah, that, that was a matchup. That was something. Then you had uh, Going Deep versus Me Machine. Uh, me Machine was getting close, almost was able to come back against Going Deep, but Going Deep was able to secure the victory, win that one forty-eight to 38 Me Machine, like I said, they put up a really good fight. I could hear that game, the cheering and everything, all the way from down on the turf from where I was playing, so that must have been a really good matchup. Then you had the uh, Saints versus the Renegades. The Renegades came out on top, 33-12 to against the Saints. Uh, no surprise there. Like I said, most of the top teams in this division were going to take their dubs and everything and move on to play each other. Then you had the Phantoms versus Florida Lee after Florida Lee played their first game. Phantoms ended up winning 49-22. to No surprise there. Phantoms coasting into a dub. And then you had Show Us Your TDs versus Pylon Pythons. Pylon Pythons ended up coming out on top because it was a rough fucking day, man. It was a rough day for my team. Uh, we had one guy who ended up not being able to show up. That was a big impact, uh, seeing as he's one of our better players. Then we had our best receiver, if not our best player, outside of probably our quarterback. Um, 
He uh he he tore his ACL on like the third play of offense. Like we were going like not the third play, like the second play of the third drive. But we were going back and forth. It was tied like 13-13 or 14-14, something like that. He gets hurt, and it was just off the rails from there. Like, we were – it was really demoralizing watching Chris go down. We were really uh, focused on making sure Chris was okay. Um, I got in my own head. I started focusing on trying to make big plays and everything to try to make up for Chris. I um, I let a fucking interception go right through my hands. I was I was just so shot and so out of it. After playing one game already throughout the day and then getting into that game and losing Chris on that drive was just heartbreaking and then not having Ben and then going from having, you know, two to three subs on the sideline to having to play every single play of every single drive. It's fucking exhausting, man. It really is, especially when it's hot outside. We had to play at 2 p.m. It was like peak heat. It is not a fun time. It was just not a not a good time. It was um, it was an outlier game. I'll I'll call it that because uh, play pylon pythons at full strength. We end up winning. We play pylon pythons. We're losing two of our better players. We end up getting our asses kicked. So goes to show what you know. Some of your players can it like just certain receivers and certain players can impact your team a, a lot. But uh. Good luck to Pylon Python. I don't want to take away from their win. It's not that they didn't play hard. It's not that they didn't play well. It's not that they didn't fight hard. It's not that they we weren't going back and forth when Chris wasn't hurt. So it would have been a great game if Chris didn't get hurt. But the second Chris got hurt, it was just off the rails. But I really do want to point out that I respect I, I respect the fuck out of Pylon Pythons. They were when Chris went down, they were respectable. Um one of the kids on the team I heard go, well, that's good for us. And the other guy like kind of like smacked him upside the head or like kind of like pushed him. and was like, yo, that's not cool. Like, it's not good for us. Like, it's not a good look. Like, yeah, he went down and like, it's probably beneficial for our team, but don't say that. And I thought that was really cool. They made sure like when Chris went down, they brought over waters. They were trying to figure out if they could help in any way. They were fucking around and, like, you know, talking to us all the whole game. Like, even though we were losing and, like, having a terrible time, they were trying to almost pick our spirits up and, like, joking around and playing. Like, yeah, they were beating beating our ass because, like, we were fucking so demoralized and, like, ha- half fucking... Me and Trav were half speed. It, it was bad. But uh, they were really cool about it, and they were respectable. I really liked the guys. They were, they were cool to talk to afterwards and everything. But, like I said, when we play them full strength, it's a completely separate game. Like, we were so close. It was a three-point game last time. We were going tit-for-tat this game. So, it would have come down to the wire. Uh, Pylon Pythons are a great team. Good luck to them next week and everything. But, like, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, cash tournament. Uh, we're able to get, like, you know, one of our guys back. Possibly another guy or two onto the team to make up for the fact that Chris is going to be recovering. But, healthy recovery to Chris. I hope he's doing well. I really hope the best. It sucks when, you know, you're playing something like flag football. You make the wrong cut and something like that can happen. He's going to be out for a while, but we wish him a speedy recovery. We hope he's doing well. And, you know, like I said, it was a good game. It was a good game. But uh, moving on to the, um, what division is this? Oh, wait, before I move on to the uh, the central division, I also want to talk about how Pylon Pythons have been trying to poach our quarterback Back the fuck up. Mikey's ours. Dad is mine. Dad is my quarterback. I call him dad for a reason. Because he's not leaving us. Because we're family. So, Pylon Python, stop trying to poach our quarterback. He's ours. He does throw 
the most beautiful ball on earth. Everybody knows it. It's fucking like he could literally throw a fucking football a quarter mile on a perfect spiral. It, it's just so pretty to watch uh, across his body too on the move. It, it's unreal. But yeah, back off our quarterback pylon pythons. I'm looking at you. I'm staring at my microphone like I'm looking you guys in the eyes. You guys back off. It's our quarterback. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, good luck to you guys. Uh, moving on to the Central Division. You have the first game of the day was Great Apes versus Wolfpack. Um, do I even want to say the score? Great Apes lost 35 nothing. It Wolfpack destroyed them. I don't know what happened. I really don't. Uh, I, I talked to the one guy at Great Apes and I was like, yeah, he plays in the, he plays in the, like I was talking about the ref, he plays for Great Apes and I was like, yeah, he plays in the league. And the kid was like, yeah, and I was like, hey, he's on Great Apes and he's, the ref goes, he could have just stopped that he plays in the league. I was like, yeah, you guys lost like 35 nothing today, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So that was a rough time. Uh, they ended up losing 35 nothing, but Wolfpack move on to the next uh, semifinal matchup. Then you had White Lightning taking the dub over the two-seed Vicious and Delicious. Vicious and Delicious were without their quarterback. White Lightning were able to take that dub. Um, it sucks that their quarterback wasn't able to make it this week, but, you know, people have jobs, people have shit to do. Uh, Vicious and Delicious ended up losing that one, so I hate to say I was hoping to see them in the... Uh, in the playoffs, but unfortunately, or in the playoffs, in the finals, but unfortunately, we're not going to see them any longer, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, then you got the Rebels versus TF rating. Rebels ended up losing 31-33. to uh, Very close game. I was watching that one also. Came down to the wire. Uh, TF rating had a chance to lose that one, but Rebels ended up uh, giving it away, I think, on an interception towards the end. It was a really great game. Really great game to watch. Um, both teams played really well, but uh, TF rating... Moving on into the next semifinal matchup. And then you had the Mud Dogs versus the Rejects, where the Rejects came out on... Oh, uh, I forgot to mention the other game. Sorry. Team AA and Mud Dogs played on Friday. Team AA and... Uh, yeah, Team AA and Mud Dogs. And Mud Dogs came out on top of that one, 48 to 20. Or 48 to 20, yeah. Wow, Team AA put up 20 points. It's more than I expected out of them, to be honest. But, um, yeah, so Mud Dogs moved on to play us, the Rejects, and ended up losing 52 to 6. Yeah, I said that. 52-6. to six. Yeah, it was a rough time. Uh, for them, at least. I had a great time. I, lo I left about uh, three quarters of the way through the game. We were, we were winning by a decent chunk. I think like three or four scores by the time I left. Uh, but I had to get to my other game, which I was exhausted for. But uh, yeah, we ended up uh, winning that game. Absolutely uh, great performance out of the Rejects. And now we're going to move on to the semifinal matchups for next week, which I'm really excited about. I love semifinals. I love quarterfinals. I love the finals. I love all these matchups. Like, when it gets to the playoffs, it gets so competitive. But, um, yeah, really excited to see uh, what these matchups have in store for us. But let's go over them. You have Get Money Gang versus Pray for Rain. Um, if I'm going to make predictions or I'm going to give it a spread, I'm going to give Pray for Rain probably minus six and a half. But, guys, if you're betting men, I would put my money on Get Money Gang. Get Money Gang just took out the Tigers. They're on a roll. They're riding that high. They're looking to take, they take out first place. They're going to look to take out second place or third place, whatever fucking Pray for Rain was. But uh, they're looking to take their shots at the higher seeds. So Pray for Rain versus Get Money Gang. That's going to be a great matchup going into the um, semifinals. And then I believe Plan B plays the Cobras, but I think they're on a bye week or something because uh, the Cobras aren't able to field a team due to the fact that they have 
shenanigans going on. I don't know what the fuck it is. I think they have a tournament. That's what the quarterback told me. Yeah, like four of them or five of them have a tournament to go to. Then they're missing like two other guys. I don't fucking know, but I think they're on a bye week because they're not on the schedule right now. Um, then moving on to the silver division, you have Dallas Watkins versus Gang Green. I'm giving Gang Green minus seven and a half because I think they're going to win by at least one or at least more than one score. Um, Gang Green, I think, takes this one over Dallas Watkins, no doubt in my mind. Uh, but Dallas Watkins, also another one of the sleepers, just took out Mambos. So let's see how uh, Gang Green holds up against them. But like I said, I think Gang Green takes this entire division. But uh, that's going to be a great matchup. And then you have the Dons versus Drunken Disorderly. This was a phenomenal matchup last time, I believe. I If I can find it, hold on. I'm going to see Dons, 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 Gang Green. Nope. Don's and Dr. D, nope, Don's and Cobras, no, I can't find it, so I don't even know if these two teams played each other, but Don's are a very competitive team, Drunky Disorderly are a very competitive team, both teams that love to chirp at each other, so it's going to be a fun time listening to them chirp at each other the entire fucking game, I love ga um, games like that, it just makes it so much more competitive, so much more fun when another team loses, because then they talk so much shit, at least it's fun for me, it probably sucks for the team that's losing, but um, yeah, those are the silver matchups. Um, if I had to give a spread, I'd give this spread minus three to Drunken Disorderly. I don't think they're going to win by much, but I think they win. Now watch, they're going to win by fucking 26 or something like that because I said it. But um, moving on to the bronze, you got Dr. D versus Spartans. That's going to be a great matchup outside of the fact that Spartans are missing their quarterback. Uh, Spartans quarterback got COVID. Um... Gary has given Dr. D the executive decision to approve or deny any outside quarterback coming from the Spartans. So the Spartans can pick up an outside quarterback to play for them for the playoffs. But if Dr. D deemed them too good, which they probably will for any single quarterback they get, they could probably get a guy with literally, he throws with his feet and they would still deny him. But, to my understanding, Dr. D basically has executive privileges over okaying Spartans having an outside quarterback. If not, the Spartans are going to have to go to their internal uh, roster and see who will be able to play quarterback for them because their quarterback currently is going to be out with an illness or something around the lines of that. Stop eating ass, Joe. Um, and then moving on, you have the Olympians versus TCU. Uh, if I was going to give a, oh fuck, if I was going to give a spread to the Spartans in Dr. D game, I would call it even. I was going to give the, the, the spread to the Spartans, but seeing as they're missing people, I'm giving it an even spread. I think this is going to be a shootout of the ages. Then you have the Olympians versus TCU. I think TCU comes out on top, uh, but Olympians are one of those sneaky teams. You just took out the Gobble Ghouls, so you're going to want to watch out. But TCU being 8-0, 9-0 technically right now, I don't see them being stopped until they get to the championship. Uh, then you have the, what do I call this, the Diet Bronze or the, the Copper Division, also known as the West Division. You have Pylon Pythons and the Phantoms. Should be show us your TDs, but the injury, and the, oh, it's so heartbreaking. I hate that I'm not playing on two teams still, but um. Again, good luck to both teams. I love the Phantoms personally because, you know, I got friends on the Phantoms. Pylon Pythons, like I said, are great guys. So I don't mind. if I think whoever wins this game wins the championship, in my opinion. Nothing against going deep in Renegades. I just think these two teams are better than the other two teams playing. 
So I think whoever wins Pylon Pythons versus Phantoms wins the championship. And then you have Going Deep versus Renegades. Um, fuck. I'm going to call Pylon Pythons and Phantoms even. And then I'm going to call Going Deep versus Renegades minus six in favor of Going Deep. Renegades are a good team. Great team, actually. But Going Deep have one of the best deep balls in the league right now and one of the the best deep threats um but I, I i don't know i don't know how the renegades defense will hold up against going deep if they can stop going deep's pass game i think they win but going deep also has a decent defense i don't know it's going to be very very interesting i think this is going to be a shootout I'll, i'm going to call them both straight shootouts even odds for both games but um I still think whoever wins the Pylon Pythons Phantoms game is favored for the uh, championship. And then finally, we have the Plastic Division or the Central Division. You have White Lightning versus the Rejects. Uh, Rejects will be without certain players. They lost their middle linebacker. He fucking hulked out and got in his spaceship and went to a different fucking planet. And Thor has to go find him. And we're not going to have that fucking sequel until probably after the finals. So, unfortunately... Nat was not around to sing him a lullaby, so we lost the Hulk. I mean, Dell. Um, so, yeah, we'll be without our middle linebacker. We'll be without a couple other people. It's going to be a sad day. Um, but we are getting Ryan back. Ryan's back from, uh, I don't fucking know. He was on vacation somewhere, but Ryan's back. He was our QB3, QB2, something like that. So he might be playing quarterback, depending on Joe's status, for Sunday. And yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be a fun time, seeing as I don't know who the fuck's actually showing up for this game, because, uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't know, half our, our team, like, fucking roid raged out, I, I don't know, something happened, got sick, we got sickness, we got fucking roid raging, but yeah, so, uh, like I said, Dell had a Hulk moment left, uh, Joe's dying of who knows fucking what, and then, yeah, so it, it I don't know. Hopefully Joe's better by Sunday, but we, we, we don't know. It's up in the air as of right now. And then <coughs> then we have TF rating versus Wolfpack. Um, I'm calling that even. I think that's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be an absolute shootout. I think Wolfpack have a chance to win this one. I think TF rating have a chance to win this one. I think it's going to be very competitive, and I'm very excited. I'm very, very excited to see that game at 1 o'clock. I will stay for that game, 100%. I will stay for my game and then stay and watch this game because... One, I want to see who we'll be playing. Two, it's going to be a great fucking game. So, yeah. Those are the matchups for next week. That's everything that happened. A um, couple things I wanted to talk about. A um, couple ideas I wanted to toss in the air. I don't know if Gary listens to this thing, so I'm going to toss some ideas out there. And if Gary listens, I want Gary to talk to me about these ideas because I really like the, like, I like the thought of these ideas. So, first idea. I, talk, I talked about a couple of these last week. First idea is we need to talk about uh, Combine Day or something. A uh, day or two before the season where we have people, or day or two, a week or two before the season where we have the teams come out, as many teams as we can have come out and everything, and we have them play one, two, three games, maybe even just scrimmages, just half, first half games, I don't care, just to get a skill set. So you have, you make your divisions and everything, you have them play a couple games, see if they're well put together enough to play in that division. If they're not, we adjust divisions then. 
I think that would be very proactive, so we're not spending the first one or two weeks figuring out skill gaps and everything between teams and having to move teams up and down. Secondly, um, my idea for a... It's not even my idea. I can't even take it 100%. Uh, Travis kind of mentioned the idea to me, too, and we kind of built on it together. But, like, an all-star game, kind of. Like, almost how we do the tournament after, but to, like, uh, the week after the championship thing. You could either do one or two things. You can have a promotion game where you have the first-place team of the lower division, say, the central division, play the last-place team of the west division. If they end up winning, they get promoted, and the other team gets demoted. And that's how we'll, you know, start trying to adjust the skill gap of the uh, divisions. And then we could do, like, an all-star thing while that's going on. We can also have um, other games going on where you have your first-place teams playing the other first-place teams from, divi- from the other uh, divisions for bragging rights. So you have your first-place gold team. They can play first-place and silver, or the first-place silver team. They can play for bragging rights. First place in um, Central and West can play each other. Winner of that plays the uh, Bronze, or the, yeah, the Bronze, or the East, or whatever. So you could play around with that, have a lot of fun. You could even do an all-star thing where the player, we, we could have, like, a vote, or you could do, like, a Gary decides who's, I mean, Gary watches most of the games. He's got a little skewed perspective, but you could pick out, like, you know, 16 or 7 or 16 or 18 of the best guys assign nine each to a separate team and then have an all-star game like you know have your better players and everything from each team come together form a team and then have them each play each other like once just for a uh, like an all-star game or something just for some fun you know to get some differential like I know the tournament's fun I know doing this uh doing the league's fun and everything but like you know it's fun to add a little bit more competition, a little bit more bragging rights. So, like, you know, adding that little game where we could have bragging rights or adding the um, promotion at the motion tournament, that would be huge. I think that that would add a lot of competition to the um, to the league and everything. And then, like I said, when you if you do, like, an all-star game, I think people's competitive nature will come out. Like, they'll start playing a lot more um competitively throughout the season because I think a lot of guys take like half-ass approaches to the season but you know if there's an all-star game in the works and everything and they can make all-stars I think there is a shot that people might be a little bit more invested in the league have a little bit more fun with it and everything so um yeah that, that could be a lot of fun but uh we could work on that um I still want to talk about a stat guy I don't know if, like if you want to pay like 10 extra dollars uh a, uh, like a, a game or like five extra dollars something i don't fucking know pay a little bit of extra money throughout the season like if if you want oh that'd be perfect um the entrance fee for the league will do i don't know how much gary charges anymore but you do x amount for a base team and then if the team wants stats you could do charge like an extra 100 and then pay the stat guy to do the uh stats for that team like you hire a stat guy for that team say like you know i'll give you like 100 120 bucks for the season there's eight games basically making like 15 dollars a game you come you take the stats for the game that's all you do simple as that he comes does passes pass batted down catches all that shit we keep stats and if we keep stats that could also make the uh 
the all-star idea a little bit more interesting because then, you know, we can base it off stats and everything, not just, you know, basing off voting or basing off guessing who's the best. You could literally base it on stats and, you know, pick the top guys from each category and put them on a team and let them play and everything. So that would be a lot of fun. But, uh, yeah, I mean, those are just a couple ideas that I was thinking about. Um, I'm thinking about possibly making the snack stand a more permanent thing next summer because you guys really did like it in the beginning uh it kind of fell off at one at like for like one or two weeks and then you guys were asking about it like where the fuck's the snack stand i think my issue was hauling everything back and forth while also playing games and taking photos so if i can figure something out where i can have somebody help me with the snack stand like maybe i'll pay them or something just to help me out um i'll probably still do that just have somebody sit there man the snack stand so you know i can have people doing cash instead of having to venmo me when i'm playing on my game on the other field or whatever or taking photos but uh yeah i I think this uh this league still has a lot of room to grow even though we've grown so much already like we have what five divisions eight teams each at this point in time um i think we need to not that we could do anything about it, but we really need to address the field thing. Like, either get a new field, like, go somewhere else, or fucking do something about these fields. Because, bro, the turf is so bad at SGV. So bad. It's AstroTurf. It's so terrible. And then the grass, it's either so dry that it, you literally leave a dust cloud like fucking Roadrunner when you're running, or it's so wet that you can't fucking pivot and you slide. It, there is no in-between. There's never a good day on the grass. I fucking hate it. But, um... And it's humid as shit over there. I don't know what's up with the SJV. They got so much goddamn money, but they can't irrigate their systems correctly. But, anyways, we'll work on that. We'll figure out how to, um, you know, adjust from that and move on from there. And, uh, yeah, I think this um, up-and-coming season, this up-and-coming tournament could be, you know, a huge um, jump or huge leap from where we've been... Uh, currently at i think that we could do a lot with uh improving like i said i want to talk to gary about possibly the combine the all-star stuff all that stuff um it could be really interesting a lot of additions to the league and everything might entice more people to come in if that's the case you know maybe talk to him about possibly splitting this up where we do two days where we do friday and saturday where we do lower divisions saturday and higher divisions sunday or something I don't fucking know, man. Right, we figured something out. I'm, I'm just spitballing ideas at this point. But, yeah. Um, this week's going to be a fun week. I'm really excited for these semifinal matchups. I will see you guys Sunday. I want to give my normal shout-outs. Shout-out to Dante for always listening. I know he's listening even though our team lost. He's going to sit here and he's going to listen because he adores us. And um, shout-out to the other teams that listen. I really do appreciate you guys for supporting me throughout the season, listening to the... Uh, the podcast and everything. I love how a lot of you guys are like, yeah, put that in your podcast. So, you know, I know a lot of you guys are listening now. So even if it's just through shit talk that I figure out that you guys are listening, but it's good to know that, you know, I have a little bit of an audience that is interested in what's goes on throughout the league. It's interested in the little bit of shit talk. It's interested in like, you know, the ideas that we're pitching and looking to upgrade this league and everything i know i've been talking about doing captain interviews i think i might do a captain's podcast right at the end of the season when the um championships over talk about the matchups talk about how um how you know this season went and how we want what the captains think can be done to improve the seasons i think that would be a huge um 
benefit to not only Gary, but myself to figure out what's going on within the league, how the other captains think uh, the league can improve, and what what can be done to, you know, fix those uh, little issues so that we can improve this league. Because, like I said, I, I have a blast doing this league, so it's, it's fun to uh, keep up with it. I would like to uh, be a little bit more involved in helping, you know, schedule and run things. Hey, Gary, just, you know, let me know if you need help. I'm, I'm here. I'm offering at all times to help out. I would love to do a schedule once or twice a week. I would love that shit. It'd be so much fun. But, yeah. Um, so, oh, oh, oh my god, I almost said goodbye to all you before I touched on this. Seating. Gary, we're fixing the way seating is done. We need to do head-to-head. Head-to-head decides everything up to four people. If you have a four-team tie, then we'll go to, we'll go to something else. We'll go to points again. I think it should be point differential. We'll talk about that too. But we really need to address that seeding thing because that's just fucking ass backwards. Because I had teams come up to me after they listened to the podcast and they were like, I get what you're saying. Because there's no reason a 2-0 team should have had to be lower than a team that was 0-2 in the head-to-head. There's no reason. Not that it would change the outcome. I mean, it probably would have because then we would have been on turf and not on grass and then Chris might not have gotten hurt. Gary, this is your fault. I blame you. No, I'm kidding. I'm actually, I'm absolutely fucking kidding. Though it is ironic that, you know, if the seating wasn't fucked up, maybe Chris might not have gotten hurt. I digress. I won't, I won't fucking ponder on that thought, because that, that'll just fucking upset me, just thinking about, oh, maybe if the seating was done correctly, Chris might not have gotten hurt, and then maybe we could have won another championship, but, you know, it is what it is. But, anyways, we move on. Thank you guys for listening. You guys are wonderful. Make sure you go check out the Facebook page, Monmouth County Flag Football League or Monmouth County Adult Flag Football League. I don't fucking know what he has it. Monmouth Adult Flag Football League, something like that. You'll see it. You'll see the little symbol. You'll see the podcast posted. You'll see the photos posted. Oh my God, the photos. I haven't posted photos in like three weeks. Um, Probably going to post them tonight. I totally forgot about them. I'm going to be honest. I always say I'm going to post them. I have the wire plugged into my computer. It's just I keep forgetting to go downstairs to grab my camera out of my truck. And, uh, yeah, that's preventing me from posting photos because I, I just don't want to go get my camera from my truck. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, got to go do that so I can get the photos to you guys because I have playoff photos. I have photos from the women's championship. I have photos from the last two or three weeks of games. There, there's a lot of shit that needs to be caught up in, in photo world. But, uh, yeah. So, look forward to those. Um, check out the Instagram page. It's like Monmouth County Flag Football or something around the lines of that. You can check out my Instagram page. You'll probably see me commenting throughout the Monmouth County page. Um, or you can check out my Twitter page for the podcast. It's at Bucket Hat Toe Tap. All singular, Bucket Hat Toe Tap. Uh, if you go there, we have updates on the podcast. We post the photo links and everything. We have, um, we'll have the live streams and everything, information on all that, it, updates that I get from Gary on the league. If anything, you know, emergency-wise comes up or anything gets postponed or, you know, anything happens on the DL that he's allowing people to know about, I will post about it, make sure that everybody knows. So, yeah, just make sure you check all those pages out. Thank you guys again for listening. I appreciate all the support throughout the season. I will 100% be back for the finals podcast and then the championship podcast where I talk about the women's championship and the championships that happened throughout the uh, division, who ended up winning, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
and then we'll talk about the tournament that should be up and coming because by the time we get to finals, finals will be next next week. That's the seventh. We got two weeks of a break, or no, finals will be next week. That's the eighth. Sorry, not the seventh. That's Saturday. And then we have two week break, and then we have the tournament. So we're gonna take a two week break. I'll be back. I'll hopefully get seedings for the tournament, or not seedings, but like uh, divisions from Gary for the tournament. So I can go over that in a podcast previous or pre- prior to the um, tournament, and then maybe I'll do a live stream at the tournament just to uh, give people like a little heads up on what's going on, keep people up to date, let teams that uh, get knocked out, you know, keep up to date with who's winning and what's going on. Um, yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun, and um, I think we could uh, maybe you know possibly test out the stat guy thing on a. Uh, at this tournament might be a good idea okay if you guys want to play in the tournament here's this amount if you want to play in the tournament with stats you can pay x amount more and get a stat guy i think that'd be a good idea gary look into it i don't know just my thoughts but um yeah like i said thanks for listening you guys are great um i'll talk to you on sunday and yeah thank you to listen for listening to bucket hats and toe taps talk to you guys later